Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Uh, want to start off the morning, as always, by thanking our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. This is their grant dollars to us that helps us produce this show and to provide uh, grants and services to small businesses up and down the Rhode Island Avenue Northeast Main Street Corridor. So a big thank you to DSLVD and DHCD for all of their ongoing support. Uh, a couple of quick announcements. Um, by all means, plan on uh, attending the Procrastinators Holiday Market on uh, Saturday, December 12th from noon to 8 p.m. Uh, that is a Saturday, uh, and we will be located at Art Enables this year. So an indoor climate-controlled environment uh, full of holiday cheer. And no, it, I, frankly, it is not too early to start talking about the holiday season because um, we're just about to... Halloween, I think, and um, if if we're already at Halloween, that means that the um, the the big box stores and all that are, are already queuing up their holiday decorations to put out on November first. So I'm just saying, go ahead and mark your calendar now. Uh, we are going to be full of um, vendors that produce locally here in D.C., uh, like Lingenwood Syrups, um, Republic Restoratives. Uh, and many, many others. And we're so excited about being at Art Enables this year um, because not only do you get to shop for made in DC products at the Procrastinators Holiday Market, but I mean, there's art and art for sale by, uh, made by folks right here in, in uh, Ward 5 and Rhode Island Avenue Main Street. So that is Saturday, December 14th from noon to 8 p.m., the Procrastinators Holiday Market. Vendor registration is open. And uh, you can find out more at our website, riamainstreet.org. So check that out. All right. Um, one of the uh, many things that we are proud about on Rhode Island Avenue Main Street is that we have so many creative businesses like Art Enables. Um, and very early on we decided that one of our target markets for recruiting new businesses to the corridor would be businesses that uh, were authentic makers and uh, were creating things in their spaces on Rhode Island Avenue uh, that were meaningful and uh, creative and beautiful and or delicious. And so our guest today is um, Nubsef, the founder and CEO of Foodini. Um, and uh, welcome, Noobsa. Thank you for having me. Noobsa, I'm so excited uh, for you to join us today. Uh, you are, um, as I said, the founder and CEO of Foodini, um, located just conveniently a couple of doors down from our office uh, and in the former, um, former Eat and Smile catering location. And you have an amazing business program and an online restaurant. So, yeah. so yeah. let's just start talking about it. <laughs> tell, tell me all about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, uh, my company is called uh, Foodini. We're recently moved in. Probably we just moved in in January, so it's been about nine months now. Um, and we were working out of Union Kitchen before, 
um, and we kind of the stars aligned and the space you know opened up and we got really really lucky I mean the owner um, Oliver's great um, he's really kind of helped us kind of um, welcomed us into the space and he's you know he's giving this us this opportunity so it's been awesome um, but yeah we're an online restaurant we um, and what that means is that we have a, a website basically where people can go online they can order uh, food from all different parts of the world um, and, and how you do that as all of our chefs are um, immigrant and refugees um, and so it's all of their home recipes they prepare the foods that you know they grew up eating the ones they make for their families uh, for their family parties uh, and so it's all of their home recipes and, and basically you can go online and you get a taste of all different kinds of foods from Iranian to Eritrean to Lao and uh, have it delivered to you um, and it's all online dinner delivery um, so you pick a pick your meals the items you want a la carte have it delivered to you for dinner uh, and it's something for you and your family um, and, it, and it's all pre-cooked you just heat it up yep it's all prepared fresh uh, that day so you just heat it up real quick either in the oven or in the, or in the microwave a lot of our dishes are, are room temp uh, meant to be eaten room temp it's because a lot of the cuisines that we have are very kind of diverse and and really can uh, can be enjoyed in multiple settings, um, and so it's 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 a great diverse mix of foods from everywhere and people from everywhere, um, and uh, and so we do that. And we have um, our tradi like traditional catering as well. So like if you're doing a corporate event or a wedding or something at a school or something like that, we do catering for that. And um, we have satellite restaurants, mini, mini satellite restaurants uh, inside Whole Foods as well. Mm. And so uh, our first location outside of the, our, our main kitchen on Rhode Island is in Foggy Bottom. So that's in okay. George, George Washington uh, University. And uh, yeah, we're doing a small curated menu there, but you know, it's, it's hot, fresh, people come in, they just pick it up, go, you know, eat it for lunch uh, right there or right, on the right. go. So. It's a uh, it's a bunch of different things going on, but we're 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 looking at um, uh, also launching. I and mean, we've done some beta testing here on Rhode Island with just people picking up in the neighborhood, and it's been working out well. So we're we're gonna we're gonna add that option. Uh, we're working on adding that option soon to the online um, ordering. So if people want to in the neighborhood just want to pick it up, uh, they can come to the kitchen and just pick it up too. Oh, so, fantastic! Yeah, Noob. So this is a fantastic idea. Uh, what? what what gave you the idea to do this yeah i mean i i think for me it's it's a it's definitely very personal to me this 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 uh, thing called foodini um you know it started with um me come moving out to dc from minnesota originally um for grad school so i was i was attending georgetown for my mba and just a few weeks in um, you know i was just missing my mom's home cooking <laughs> and uh, what I mean by that is, you know, my, my mom and my dad, they came from Laos, uh, okay. from the northern parts of the country, where there's a large Hmong population, which is, a, is an ethnic group from the, from the mountains area. And so, um, you know, when the war ended uh, in that region, the Vietnam War, um, my parents left as refugees. They had to leave and, and uh, um, go to a Thai refugee camp. And so for them, coming to this country, not speaking English, not having very much education, you know, finding work, meaningful work was actually really, really hard. Uh, and so for them, right, you know, trying to support your families, trying to start a new life here is very, very difficult. And, um, but one of the things that they still take with them wherever they go is their food and their culture, part of their culture, right? And so that's the food I grew up eating. And that, 
that home style, like Southeast Asian food, like that was what I had every day. And so for me, I was just missing that. And I was like, man, how do I find, you know, a local auntie or grandma in the neighborhood and just buy some of their food? And like, that's, that's the stuff right. I was craving. Right. And so, so I was like, man, I got to connect with somebody, find somebody to, to order, make, have them uh, make some food and I can buy it from them. And it really kind of came down to me to really think about my parents' story, right? coming here and not having opportunity, but having this great skill set mm-hmm. and saying, we got to create a space for people like my mom and my dad who, who are experts at this, making their own food of their culture and their people and right. giving them a place to shine, to earn a good living and to be able to share their food and culture with everybody. And so that's the idea behind Foodini is, um, you know, very personal to me and, and really inspired by my parents. Hey, that that's such a good story, and and it's such a good concept. I mean, particularly here in D.C., where there is such a significant immigrant and refugee population. And uh, I remember when I first moved here twenty years ago ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember getting out of the Farragut Square Metro Station, standing at the top of the escalator there at the corner of K in Connecticut, and hearing so many different languages and accents and thinking how amazing it was to to be surrounded by so much amazing culture and food is such a way of highlighting and showcasing culture um and and i know uh, on your website you you mentioned um you know when you when you got here that there there was no such thing as <laughs> as the type of food that you grew up with here in dc yeah so so did you, question number one, sure. did you find somebody to, to I, cook you that initial food? <laughs> I did. I mean, I was really, in a way, starting the business to satisfy my own, you know, one of my, my needs, right? What sure. was something that I was craving. And so how that happened was, um, you know, there's a very large, good-sized population of Lao, Lao Americans here. And so Lao, Lao food is, is obviously very, um, Hmong food and Lao food are very close together, mm-hmm. uh, very, very um, tied together. And so a lot of Lao food Hmong people eat as well. Um, and so uh, I was lucky enough to get connected with an amazing woman named Mem. Um, her name's Melissa, but like, um, her, her uh, kitchen name is Mem. And um, yeah, one day I, I was talking to my friend and she was like, hey, I think this, this woman, uh, I see her at the Lao temple and she makes amazing food. Uh, every, you know, all she brings it in, has people, feeds people and just gives people you know, for parties and things like that. And she said, uh, she might be somebody really great to connect with for you, you know, for Fudini. And so I was like, great, let's set up a meeting and let's try to try to figure something out. And so my friend hosted us at her house and we talked a little bit with each other. And then she just introduced me to this huge spread of food, like mm. all her foods that she makes. Like it was like, you know, if you're looking at a dining table, it's like Thanksgiving, wow. you know, like that's, that wow. was the feeling, right? And it was all these dishes that I've, remember eating or just the smells and everything like reminded me of home right Right, so for me that was that moment where i was like and then when i ate it the first bite i was like transported home (laughs) like that for me was that moment where i was like this is something this is we gotta figure this out we gotta get her i was like let's we gotta get you on the menu we gotta get you featured and so she's been with us from the beginning and and uh you know for 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 her it's for a way for me to actually stay connected to my home and my culture and my people mm-hmm. as well. And so, um, yeah, it's very much, uh, you know, 
solving my own problem, but hey. but it actually <laughs> but it know, works. Solved solved the problem for other people as well. So yeah. Let's talk talk about some of your your chefs. You've got a, a tremendous cross section of cultures and nationalities represented in in your list of mm. chefs and cuisines. Mm, yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. about that a little bit. So we've, uh, yeah, we have uh, an amazing group of uh, chef team members. So our first, right, first ever was uh, Chef Mem. She focuses on Lao food and Thai food. Um, and she is a stunner in the kitchen. She loves experimenting. She loves, like, trying different things and wanting to see how people react to their food, to her food. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, like, everything she, she introduces is, like... Um, is is a home run like in my mind of uh, course yeah <laughs> but it is people love her food and she's um she's super 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 popular among our customers so um and the second our, our our second chef that came on full-time was uh chef majid who is uh, a syrian so he's been in this country and his family came about uh close to three maybe three years three three years now and so he was actually professionally trained in syria uh, oh, okay. before the war right. um and so you know, he's always had a passion for food and wanting to work in food and coming to the States. And, you know, his first thought was, I, you know, I, I got to find a job. I want to work in food. And so we were lucky enough. He, um, we got connected through my church uh, originally. And so, um, yeah, he's he's our featured chef right now over at our, our Foggy Bottom store in, in mm-hmm. uh, George Washington. Um, right. Mina is a uh, our third chef. She came on in... Um, uh, probably our first year after our first year of operations she's from iran mm-hmm. i met her through um uh, one of the synagogues that we were we've been working with as well so they're they're doing a lot of refugee resettlement work um and so she was uh yeah she just i've never had iranian food before and so she, basically what we do is when we're vetting you know we're looking for candidates we set up a tasting and so she i actually went her to her home uh, met her family and again she made this huge spread of like all these different Iranian dishes that I've never heard of before never seen before and it was again that instant bite that first bite or I was like wow this is this is special mm-hmm. um, and so yeah that that same experience and um, and so she's been with us for over two years now and she's kicking butt she's doing really really well um, and then Yber Lem is from Eritrea she's uh, joined us a little bit over a year now um, and she she has her own flair of I know this region has a good mix of Eritrean and Ethiopians, mm-hmm. um, and I think her food is is definitely special and unique to her. And I think that's a big part of what we do is, you know, it's when people say, oh, is it authentic or something like that. And I I think uh, you know, oh, is it really from that country or is it from, mm-hmm. you know, is that what you would find it? And I think for me, how how I define authentic is that it's from them, it's from that person. Oh yeah, like yeah. it's it's her recipe. Sure. It's her inspiration. It's it's what's, it's for her, her version and her style. And I right. think that's what makes something authentic versus, right. well, it's not authentic because you're not using this spice. Or, you know, everything's different for everybody. And sure. I think as long as it's true to who you are, then the food's going to taste good no matter what. And a, I think, that's a really good take on think, that. And I think that's at the end of the day, if it's good food, you just, it's just respect, right? You, yeah. It's just like, wow, that was amazing. So... Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. It's, it's authentic because it's authentic to that chef. Yeah. I like that. Well, I, so how, how we got in touch to even start about, start talking about you coming on the show is, um, you were part of a, well, you've created, um, 
hosted party at one of um, one of our neighborhood uh, residences. Um, and I know I just kind of butchered the description of that. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> uh, go get, give, give me a, give me a, give the listeners a much better uh, uh, sure. story about that. Well, we, uh, yeah, we, for us, right. We're, we're, um, starting out, you know, we've only been around for, um, just coming up on three years now. And right. That first year is just trying to figure out what the heck we're even doing. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're, we're growing and we're, we're, uh, figuring out how do we reach customers and, there's so much competition out these days, you know, for food and just all these different things that people can try. And, and so for us, it's like, how do we, how do we connect with people one to one? I think that's for us really how we see is, is we use food as a way to connect communities and build community. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're, I, we're not going to compete with, you know, the Uber Eats or something like that to like do marketing or anything like that for us. It's like, how do we find connection with people that believe in what we're doing and right. giving them a chance to, sh- to, to share our mission and share what we're working on as well. And so we came up with this idea of uh, a brand uh, ambassador program, basically where people can host a meal for them and their closest friends and family. Right. And we provide a meal for them. It's, you know, have them come share a meal together with Foodini in a way and have uh uh, the our ambassadors share our story and what we're working on, what we're doing, and and really for us, it's kind of a grassroots way of mm. rebuilding or connecting new new people together and building right. community. And so, uh, it's been cool to see. You know, when I I still do deliveries sometimes, and so I'll I'll do a um, yeah to your colleague. I did the deliveries <laughs> to her to her home, and um, she was just so jazzed. Like she was yeah. just so excited, and everybody there was like so excited. Yeah. And I think for, for me, that's, that's what's really cool is that we're introducing people to new people, new communities, and new, new ways to, to learn about each other. And I think at the end of the day, food is a great way to, to do that. So going back to um, the business model aspect of it, we're, we're going to come back and talk about the food because that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to the business aspect of it, how, how does this work? Um, for the chefs themselves, sure. Uh, how you 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 do a great job on on your website, which for listeners is foodini f o o d h i n i dot com. Um, you you do a good good job of of talking about it being a shared revenue model, mm-hmm. um, and obviously this is a, a career opportunity for for each of these chefs. Uh, how how does that work without going into you know financial details? No, no, yeah, I mean that's really important for us. We want to try to be as transparent as possible because we are, uh, you know, we are an organization, a business based on having a really strong mission, right? That for us is is where it comes from, and so goes back to my parents' story of you know finding a living wage job, right? Like sure. that's super super important. So for us, when we started out. I said that's the key. The first thing we need to, to be able to do is to make sure that we provide a living wage to yeah. to our team members. Yeah. And so from that point, we've gone to now our team members have being salaried um, and actually having uh, access to benefits, health care, all oh, these different things like fantastic. that. Right. So like those are the ba- right fulfill those basic needs. Right. Being able to survive, uh, support yourselves and your families, be able to become independent right and and actually feel like i'm starting a new life here i'm starting a life here right Right. starting something good um but what's been interesting too is that we've seen now once you 
right? Everybody needs a job in general to mm-hmm. survive, right? To pay mm-hmm. the bills, to eat, to have a sh- to have shelter, right? right. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, what what people really want, they want community. They want to feel that they belong to something, that they're a part of something, right? right. Because if you look at somebody who's coming from Syria or coming from Iran or Eritrea, they come to this country, they don't know anybody. Right. It's a very isolating type of situation. And so what, what has naturally happened is that we're, our kitchen is a community space for our mm. team members. That's where they learn about each other. That's where they learn about how do I navigate this world now that this new place that I'm in. It's, it's, uh, and that sense of like community is... At the end of the day, what people really, no matter who you are, sure. what you long for, right? And I think I didn't even think about those things when I first started, you know, what we were doing. And it was like very much just we got to make sure they get paid the right wages and are fair, you know, are able to su- support themselves. But you see now it's different. It's, it's, it's even beyond that, right? You, it's about community and supporting each other, helping them, each other grow. And so we're focused on that really in two ways is, is the community aspect, but then also uh, career-wise. Like we don't want this to be the end point for, your, for you and your career. This is the launching point for you, right? Mm-hmm. So how, depending on where you want to go, um, maybe someday you want to be a lead chef at Foodini and teaching new chefs that come in, right? How do we get you there? What kind of classes do we need to put you to get you in? What kind of training? What kind of development opportunities do you need to get there? Or someday maybe a chef wants to start their own restaurant somewhere, right? How do we get you there? How do we create opportunities for you to do that? And, and I think what, one of the cool ways that we've seen is that like at Whole Foods is basically our chefs that, will, that, will, that are working there are managing the space. They're learning oh, so how to lead. It's like how they have, to, having right. their own little restaurant. Right. And so for us, it's, it's, this isn't economic opportunity we're looking for economic mobility right right at the end of the day and so that's how we've kind of transformed in a lot of ways and it's not i think it's for the better and i think it's now we're starting to see the the real kind of neat opportunities that we can start going going after very good very good so what's next uh besides growing that that Mm. business ecosystem sure where, where do you see foodini as as a business itself going yeah, so we've been around for about three years now, and over the next 12 to 18 months, uh, we're looking at ramping up additional stores that we're going to be moving into at Whole Foods, so setting up different concepts with different, like, one store will have an Iranian, one store will have Syrian, right. and kind of having that, and then the chefs being able to rotate so they can get experience at different locations, nice. but then also customers get a chance to try new things, you know, at certain at certain times. Um, and then we're looking to, um, you know, expand our delivery. So we're looking to get out. So like right now we're, we're based in D.C. We deliver, deliver mostly right now to D.C., Tacoma Park, and uh, Arlington. But we, we're getting, a, you know, a ton of excitement from people in Bethesda and uh, Silver Spring and even further out, Alexandria. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. we want to make sure that we're able to, to get out there and make uh-huh. sure that people can get that food and get that experience. And so we're focused on those things. How do we... How do we grow? How do we make sure that we can get to everybody? How do we start to establish a stronger uh, partnership with Whole Foods so that you know all these different things are, are working to fulfill our, our mission of supporting you know these amazing people, giving them a chance to be showcased and, and shine, uh, but then also make sure that customers you know they're getting a chance to access this food right. and getting a chance to try these amazing diff- different you know dishes. So. Right, right. 
I, I think there's so much opportunity, you know, even down to um, some of the some of the smaller markets that are immigrant owned and what they're you know they're they come they're coming in and and seeing the American dream to open their own business and opening little corner bodegas and markets and you know how can they take that to the next level mm. maybe it's maybe it's bringing in some delicious food from foodini yeah absolutely no <laughs> i like this i like this a lot um so noopsa if uh listeners want to find out more about foodini and i know they will because we're all very hungry here yeah, in this yeah, for sure um what, how, how do we find it? I know we've got foodini.com, F-O-O-D-H-I-N-I.com. Are you guys on social media? Yeah, we're on social media. Uh, Instagram's Foodini DC, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Foodini. So just, uh, yeah, follow us, like us. And, uh, yeah, we're always doing uh, communications on that. But then we also have, uh, if you go to our website, you can sign up for our, our, our weekly uh, email, which we update like new dishes, oh, new chefs, new opportunities for like to become an ambassador. Um, just really kind of neat stuff to, to stay in the loop with how things are going. And uh, we're always looking to connect with people and, and seeing how we can continue to grow. So um, fantastic. Yeah. Check fantastic. us out. Will do. Uh, Noopsa, thank you so much for taking time out of your incredibly busy schedule to no be worries, here today. No worries. Uh, really enjoyed this and uh, looking forward to uh, signing up as an ambassador. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So. We got you. Don't worry. Uh, at the very least, uh, I know I'm going to be ordering a lot of <laughs> menu, menu items Well, here. you can just pick it up. Right, you're right down the street. So. Uh, <laughs> true, but on the weekends, you know, yeah. I got, I got, I got to come out and meet you at this front desk. Yeah, yeah. All right, thank you so much, Nusa, um, from Foodini.com. Um, thank you, and um, we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back thank and talk so about much. Uh, so much. updates. Yeah. All right, all right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to check out Foodini.com. This food is amazing, people, uh, and delivered to your door. What's not to love about that? Okay, tune in uh, next episode. We've got some other great guests coming up, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.